Welcome to the Seacoast Vineyard Church Podcast. We are a vineyard church located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and we invite you to enjoy this message from God's Word. Good morning. morning. I'm Doug Dorman, and good to be with you this morning. Excited about uh, sharing this morning about living a fruitful life. God desire for, desire for you and for me is that we live fruitful lives for him. So join me in praying together this morning. Uh, Father, we thank you that you're a God who loves us and that you desire to see fruitfulness in our life and that uh, you are the vine, Jesus, and we are the branches. Speak to us, we ask in Christ's name, amen. <clears throat> my daughter-in-law, Nicole, married to my oldest son, John Michael, they're expecting any moment now, and uh, we're excited. Any day now, I should say. Uh, due date was yesterday, but we visited with them last weekend in Atlanta, and they had some appliances delivered to their home recently, and one of the guys who was delivering the appliances looked out on their patio area, and uh, there, was, there were plants, uh, some vegetables that they were growing, and he said, you can do that? And she said, do what? He said, you mean you put things in those little pots and they grow vegetables? And he had no clue. I guess he thought vegetables came from the grocery store. And, and so the, uh, she said, yeah, it takes soil, sunlight, and water. And he said, that's amazing. And, you know, so now Jesus was speaking to a more in tune crowd 2,000 years ago who understood uh, how things grow. And we're going to look at that in, in, a, in a few moments. Um, October 19th, 1986, Joan and I got married. One of the things that we did uh, was memorize Psalm 127, which says, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is his reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. And the rest is children. Uh, we have seven and we looked and said, you know, there are seven continents, so we wanted one for each, and, and do our part for world evangelization. Um, and so when we get to, to uh, the book of John, chapter 15, he says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Now, it's interesting in this, this passage, the, the metaphor of a vineyard was very well known by the disciples. It, the Old Testament is filled. The prophets often spoke of Israel as a vine, and at times it did not produce fruit, and God's judgment was upon the nation of Israel for its failure to bear fruit, and God's desire for them to be a fruitful people. And the, the disciples would be familiar with this this concept with this metaphor. And when he says, I am the true vine, that's perfectly acceptable translation. Uh, however, in the Greek, it's worded slightly different, and I think it's an important difference. It would be like this, I am the vine, the true. In other words, he's contrasting with all of the examples of Israel being the vineyard of God, and Jesus is saying it's fulfilled in me. I am the vine, the true. And then he continues and says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. 
And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. My father was a farmer prior to, at age 52, moving to Myrtle Beach right before I was born and buying motels and getting involved in real estate. But my dad couldn't leave farming entirely. So as he moved from Conway to Myrtle Beach, somehow he secured a piece of property at where Myrtlewood Golf Course is today, and he planted a garden there. So as a kid, that was part of my, my deal. And then when we moved when I was 17 out on Highway 90, he had uh, a, an acre that he, he farmed, and he had grapevines. And one of the things is if a grapevine falls off of the stringer onto the ground and gets dirt on it, he'd lift it up and tie it so that it would have the potential of bearing fruit. So when you look at verse 2 and says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. I think this is an unfortunate wording in English because it, it can also mean he lifts up. So every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. And that was the craziest thing when I saw my dad pruning grapevines. I had never seen that before until we moved uh, to, to Conway. And, and we were, he would take these vines, and it looked like he killed them because he would cut them back, all of the long stringers. He would cut them back, and he said, this is so that they can be more fruitful. It looked to me like it would be painful. Pruning is painful. Everyone who bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean. The word clean there means pruned. Because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself. Unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and uh, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, in terms of bearing fruit, we cannot bear fruit unless we are connected to the vine. We can't live a fruitful life. There's a progression here that I first noticed in 1990. John and I were on a uh, mission trip working in South Dakota with, uh, on the Rosebud Sioux Reservation with Native Americans. And during that week, I was reading through John 15, and I saw this progression, and the message that I'm bringing this morning was actually a message that I, I wrote in 1990. And, and this was a progression that I'd never noticed before. But when you look at this, in verse 2 it says, bear fruit. Then also in verse 2, more fruit. And then in verse 5, much Fruit. So there's this progression of expectation that God has for our life that we bear fruit, that we bear more fruit, that we bear much fruit, which begs the question, what is fruit? What's he referring to when he says that we're to bear fruit? Well, we'll get to that. 